0: Today, I don't think we should do a question because we got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, we're gonna we we're gonna get real, real into the weeds on some memories that yes. we've had growing up about board games, specifically geared towards girls. Yes. Oh, and
1: as we were researching and looking through everything, I am I have a lot of remorse of not having these games. Of course, I had a little house fire uh, when I was growing up, so I lost a lot of my games. But I'm like, man. These are worth some money. (laughs) I
0: really wish I had these games. Yes, yes, and shout out to the website uh, Board Game Geeks, who was helpful for me in researching this. But they had great pictures of some of these games, but they didn't have one of the one of the ones I'm going to talk about. So I'm like, I need to. I still have it. I need to go home, take some good pictures, (laughs) upload them. (laughs) You know, we really do need to be just playing these all these old games. I would love to. I would
1: absolutely love to. Shout out to Blair Erskine, who actually did this entire column about all of the board games and how it was so bad (laughs) at one point in time. And it was. It was kind of like, uh... Can we talk about these games and how awful these are for girls in general? (laughs) So shout out to Erskine to go back and remember all of those things, including all
0: the stereotypes. And we have talked about topics around this a lot. Like we talked briefly about Old Maid. I don't think we ever did a full thing on it. We've talked about Suffragetto, which you can play online. It's free. And I still think we should play Samantha. I'm ready. We talked about the rebrand of Monopoly, Mrs. Monopoly, and how people hated it. Whether or not that was a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> and in the past, we've done episodes on women in board games and women in board game design. So check those out if you're interested. I did want to say, I, I feel like I, I know we always say this, but I think we could do a whole episode because researching this, I found the 1967 cover of Battleship, the board game that depicts presumably a father and son just having a grand old time playing the game while in the background, you can see the mother and daughter doing dishes. Yeah. And they have these huge smiles on their faces as if like they're watching the father and son play the game. Like, oh, look how much fun they're having. Right. Of course, and it's Battleship, so obviously
1: if it's about war or any of those things, it's going to be men. I definitely have a picture in my head too of, and I can't, I don't know if it's life, but the old school games where it is supposed to be the whole family, but for some reason, typically the mother is behind either the father or the son with her hands on their shoulders or serving them popcorn. Like, I'll remember this picture specifically. So it's supposed Mm -hmm. to like, give you the feeling that it's a family game night. But yet she's still kind of on the outskirts of whether or not she plays a game. And I grew up in a family that did not play games. So Mm. a lot of my tales have uh, me playing by myself. Don't start with me. Uh, (laughs) But also the fact that my brother and I were very competitive and didn't get along so well. We were very like bickery. So my father would threaten to throw away these games or burn Mm -hmm. the games. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, it got contentious. So, family game night was not a thing for us. So, maybe that's why I saw those pictures. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. I wish my mother (laughs)
0: would sit with me and bring me popcorn, I guess. We loved our board games in our family, but it reached a point where the dreaded video games like overtook. So we really only played as I got older if the power went out. And that was one of the reasons I actually really loved it when the power went out as a kid. Yeah. uh, Like you'd get those like candles out, you cook things over a fire and we would play board games. And I Uh, really, really enjoyed it.
1: You know what? I think I do have that. So the big storm, was it of 92? The the winter storm? Mm. When our power went out, we all had to be in my parents' bedroom because it had a fireplace so we could Mm -hmm. also enclose all of the spaces and we would play uh, card games. Yeah. That was a good memory for me.
0: Yeah. I I mean, that's one thing, kind of like what you were saying, Samantha, where, you know, the competitiveness and then in my case, when we played board games with the entire family, we never played my, quote, girly games. Never. (laughs) So we usually played like Monopoly, which I never won, even though I cheated. Multiple times, or like, <laughs> guess who? Or, or yeah, How did you like,
1: cheat at Monopoly. Uh, that's the oh, whole different story. We won't I was go a, into banker. That, <laughs> a banker, but the banker. Oh, okay. I got you now. I got you now. Now I know this. We will not, you'll never be the banker in this game. No, in any of the games. which, by the way, so we actually played life because yeah. you and I had been reminiscing about the old school game and the traditions mm-hmm. of what that game was. It's very, heteronormative in every sense. And Uh I remember, of course, with any game, I think you have your own traditions uh, and you make up your kind of your own things. Uh And when I played, I've talked about this before, my sister would make us name the husband. Oh, yeah. or 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 the wife. And of course, it was, again, very heteronormative ideas. I uh, mm-hmm. have to name the kids and then all of these other things. So it was kind of trying to embarrass you into telling them your crush or what, whatever, whatnot. Sure. Uh-huh. As well as this game is nonsensical in itself. The whole, <laughs> you get twins, you don't get twins, you get money yep. for this, you get a heritage. Maybe you go to college, maybe you don't. Like all yep. those things. But you and I played and you got really mad
0: about this. I did. (laughs) But you won because of these bad things that happened to you in life, quote unquote. Yes, yes. So, Samantha and I tried to, we decided to revisit it because we were both curious. We played it as children and we were curious if it was really sexist. Like, we remembered it was heteronormative, but we wanted to know, like, is it super sexist? And we're just not remembering that. But we played an updated version where you can get pets. And so no, you can. You can. Not just was, you can, but you have to. <laughs> yes, and I was infuriated that I had no choice but to get a pet. And not only that, I had so many children, none of which I wanted, by the way, <laughs> that I had to buy a second car. You did, and I had to, like I had cars, carloads of children, and a pet that I had to pay for. None yes. of which were wanted, or that I had a choice in. And I'm yes. still I'm getting mad about it as we you speak. You are. I love it. <laughs> I think one of the best parts to
1: that game was you have that route. Do you want to start a family? Do you want to just advance in your career? And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. no family, absolutely not. And in yes. the end, you ended up having like eight kids,
0: and I ended up having two. <laughs> <you're> like, congrats. <laughs> Yeah, I landed on pretty much every space where it's like, surprise, (laughs) you've had (laughs) quadruplets. You're like, first of all, I can't be surprised. Me and my wife did not plan for this. Yes, I also had a wife. I was trying to get outside of that heteronormative gameplay. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a real surprise. It was a huge surprise. Yes. Uh, I'd be interested to revisit it again. But I'm still mad about it. So I don't know. I do get really... I also get really competitive. And I was not happy about the whole thing. (laughs) Perhaps in the future. I did want to talk about... I I learned a couple of things while I was researching this. Because we're going to be pretty brief in our reviews. But I found that there's a game from 1971 called Sexism. Where the goal was to get out of the dollhouse. um, And move into the White House. And it was meant to be a really humorous look at the women's liberation movement. You would draw these personality cards that say things like, go back two steps because you're a woman. you just as well get used to this. (laughs) While a man might draw a card that says, I staunchly defend motherhood, God, and country. I'm against giving more money to ADC, aid to dependent children for each child. I'm against abortions. I'm against women earning as much as men. I'm against paying taxes for free childcare centers. Go ahead, three steps. (laughs) Um. Yeah, yeah, the cards are really like cutting because of how much they still are relevant, right? but funny and you can find them online. It's hard to find a game but you can still find pictures of the cards. And then on the opposite side of that. A couple of years ago, uh, Kristen, the the past host and creator of the show, and now Unladylike and I, we made this video at Moda, which is this modern art museum in Atlanta. And it was about women in in gaming. And it had this board game exhibit of sexist games. And there was one that really stuck out to me. It was from 1966. And it was called, What Shall I Be? (laughs) The Exciting Game of Career Girls. And the goal of the game was to be the first to become a career girl. The careers in question were teacher, ballet dancer, model, actress, airline hostess, and nurse. Of course. Of course. And you would draw these heart-shaped cards that might say something like, you are overweight, bad for airline hostess, ballet dance, and model. (laughs) Wow. That's a real card. Others said things like, you are pretty. You are emotional. You have a nice smile. Your makeup is too sloppy. You are a slow thinker, which, by the (laughs) way, was bad for airline hostess and nurse and nobody else, I guess. Um, (laughs) Slow thinker? You get too excited. You can find some of the cards for this online as well if you want to be offended and laugh. There was a second updated edition where you could be things like surgeon jockey. Uh, astronaut, news commentator, theater director, and lawyer. I couldn't find any of the personality cards for that one, though, so I don't know if they were better. And then there was a boys' edition. The professions open to them were statesman, scientist, athlete, doctor, engineer, and astronaut. So kind of different.
1: Well, obviously, only a man could be a scientist. A doctor, an engineer, or an astronaut.
0: I need to see their personality cards so badly, but I could not find them anywhere. But I can't imagine there's one that's like, you are overweight, bad for. (laughs) Wow.
1: Can you imagine just the eating disorders that were created from a game? Yeah. Alone. I can't Seriously. be this. Well, which we always hear, anyways, is it was part of the media anyway. I saw a tweet just recently about how apparently the TikTok generation saying that they, you know, feel like social media and all of that has made them really self conscious and having like body dysmorphia. And someone's response was, yo, we're the millennials in the 80s. We all got our eating disorders from TV. It's not <laughs> anything new. And not to say the pressure is not higher, but the less level of acceptance of body image in this period of time, so different. (laughs) I mean, in a game about careers you could have that you're playing as a child.
0: You can't have this career if you're chubby. (laughs) And those are only your six options. So that's a third of your options. That's 50% of your options out. Rude. (laughs) Yes. But okay, let's talk about some of our more personal experiences. And I'll start because... I also have an embarrassing memory of playing a board game by myself. So when I was in middle school, unbeknownst to me, my mom had invited some of the uh, popular girls over, like girls I would have never imagined would be entering my house over. And they walked in on me playing the board game Polly Pocket by myself. How
1: did your mother (sighs) A know who the popular kids were? B, have their number to invite them over. There's so many questions. My mother would not go to this level. So I'm very confused by this whole gesture.
0: I was really confused too. My mom was like, she volunteered a lot at the elementary school. I'm not sure she knew they were popular so much as she just knew their moms. Uh, Hmm. And we were friends at one time. I was, I think until third grade, I was really good friends with most of the popular girls. And then third grade came and it was like, Weird to be friends with a smart kid. Not that yeah. they weren't smart, but I was like the one that was right. like the nerdy you know, re- kid, really reading all the time and stuff like that. So they walked in on me playing it. I, in my head, I handled it really well, and I told them <laughs> I was trying to learn the rules before I played <laughs> it with somebody. There, I'm not sure that they believed it. And until high school, they would they would bring it up. <laughs> they would bring it up. And it's especially ironic because the aim of this game is to buy presents for your friends and stuff and get invited to things. So, yes, the gameplay is basically, it's really simple. You roll and move and you are trying to get these invitations to a birthday party. There are four possible invitations. Once you got an invitation, you had to go buy a gift, deliver it to the party, and you'd get a balloon for your efforts. You'd attach that to your car figurine. And then the first person who gets all four balloons and gets home first wins. There were four exclusive Polly Pocket characters included. I'm pretty sure that's why I wanted it. It was very pretty and colorful. I don't think I ever played it with another soul, which is, again, quite funny. But I mean, the message of that game is pretty much like, be popular or you
1: lose. (laughs) The commercials I do remember of Polly Pockets... You're supposed to have collections of them. They come Mm -hmm. with different sets of things, if I remember correctly. And it's always to have a party, right? Mm -hmm. They always end up having a party at someone's whatever pocket house it is. Yeah.
0: So I would guess the
1: game would be similar to that. Yeah.
0: And when I was researching this, I did come across several games where it seems like popularity was how you won. Like you had to be really popular in school or something. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. So one of my favorite memories, one of my favorite games growing up was Mall Madness, which apparently is still around. And as in fact, I think it was like the second or third edition, finally had a male picture included Uh on the cover. So typically, it was all just these girls just looking really happy, talking about going shopping. And I really liked it. I got my brother to play with me one time because he loved the effect of putting the credit card in and it talks to you. (laughs) So you put it into the little machine and it says, charge it. You bought the blah, blah, blah. So the game is set up like it is a two-story mall. And you go into these different stores. I think it's a pretty popular game. People, well, back then it was. One of the few games that I actually own, because I didn't own a lot of games. Typically, I would go play all of these really girly games with my friends. So this is one that I actually did own. I did get people to play with me. Like I said, I got my brother to actually play with me once but this is also mm-hmm. one of the games i played by myself mm-hmm. a lot so there's that
0: we're coming out in terms of that we're like you know what if you got to play a game by yourself why <laughs> <maybe>? not
1: <laughs> but there are very like a lot of stores in here and i just wanted to name a few of the stores that you could go to it's pretty funny it's like i am the initials coughing drugstore fork oh, it over kitchen store uh, mm-hmm. Made in the Shade Sunglasses, which I was like, yeah, two left feet shoes suits me fine men's shop from <laughs> Fashion Boutique. So like you could go on and there's definitely a lot more stores in there. And the whole objective of the game is you have to be the first person to get all six items. And I forgot this part. I just remember the machine, honestly. All six items on their list and make it to their respective parking spots which is the or a final destination apparently i, I don't know that might be a 2020 version of that mm-hmm. and whoever gets all of this done wins and i just remember like wow this is such a very capitalistic yeah also the idea of having a credit card was such a novel um rich person idea yeah. that it was hilarious also you may have an exotic parrot as one of your things to buy on the list just so you know. <laughs> and this is one of those games that's worth, uh, I think, $150 now if you have it in good shape. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Of course, like, like I said, there's still newer editions, but the old school vintage. And I guess since it was in 1988, 1989, mm. it's
0: 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So, Okay. Uh, there, was there any math
1: involved with this credit card? Yeah, so you did have to have cash. So they gave you 150 at the beginning of it. You do have a banker, which you'll never be, in, <laughs> you'll never be the banker. So you have to be able to pay off your credit card and you have to go okay. to the ATM and you do it. get uh, declined. Oh, you will get declined.
0: Oh, yes. no, yeah. Well, that's I mean, that's interesting because that I mean, the message from that would be uh, that women are kind of shopaholics and this is their oh, yeah. important. In the world where we belong. Obviously. How they win is they can buy these things. These, yeah. Okay. On clearance. Yeah.
1: Typically on clearance. Like you have to, they, they love doing the little like throughout, they'll tell you if a store has a clearance. So you're trying to get to that store mm-hmm. to get your object first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Also, there's All a right. place called Aunt Chovy's Pizza. Aunt
0: <laughs> Chovies. Pizza. I gotta look up pictures of this. I really do. <laughs> um, well, the next entry on my list is quite short because apparently no one knows about it but me. I have no idea about this it's game. Ca- <laughs> it's called Barbie Butterfly Princess. This might be the least popular of many Barbie-based board games because I, I, I couldn't find it and all these other board games are coming up, including a 1960 Queen of Prom Barbie game Um, which I'm really intrigued about now, where apparently to win, you have to have a steady boyfriend. (laughs) Oh, that's a theme throughout a lot of these games. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, So no, this this game was a game where the goal was to collect three butterflies to win. There was this wand spinner that when you spun it, it made the wings of the butterflies flutter. And it came with four Barbie figures and you could also wear the butterflies as rings. I know it's kind of hard to visualize, but... I think there are magnets in the wand and the butterfly wings. And uh, you would just put them in the garden, but you'd pull them out and they were rings. And that's why I wanted it, I think, because of the toys and the rings. Um, <laughs> so it seems like I just wanted toys. Again, I don't think anyone in my life ever played that with me. But I would just spin it and be like, oh, pretty. <laughs> pretty. Yeah. So that's it for that one. I guess it was <laughs> teaching me, like, butterflies. So you have the Polly Pockets
1: game still?
0: I have both of these still. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Just as a reminder, I feel like we need to find that game. And this game that I'm talking about, which is Girl Talk which is a series of games. And I think many people will remember this. Actually, it was created by Catherine Rondo, So it was created by a woman in the early 90s. However, there are three specific renditions that I'm thinking of, and I've played all three of them. Those, these are the games that I've never owned myself, but my mm-hmm. friends had. And so, especially one friend that I had that I would spend pretty much the entire summer with her. And Mm -hmm. then like we would play these games. So the first edition was, of course, The Truth or Dare, which is the original. It's exactly what you think it is. It is a truth or dare. So (laughs) it's all these things. And the commercial, go check out this commercial because it's quite hilarious. You have all of these girls sitting and talking about it. But in between the clips of them taking turns doing things, you have a guy stepping in and talking about these girls. Like, one says, so-and-so doesn't kiss and tell. And then she immediately, you know, that's part of the joke. Oh, tell yeah. about your first kiss. And mm-hmm. then some of these is like, so-and-so's not silly like other girls. Like he doesn't <laughs> just like this. And of wow. course, she does whatever the dare is. And then another one is like, so-and-so is sophisticated. By the way, we're talking about middle school girls here, by the way. So mm-hmm. this is quite hilarious. So these commercials are just even better because they're definitely got the wonderful 80s hairdo. You know, the wings, the curls, the bangs, everything. Uh And uh, (laughs) so the whole point of the game is you have to win all of these random points from getting random cards by doing all of these different things. And if you refuse to do something, you have to put a zit sticker on your face. So it's just literally a red dot sticker that you put on your face to show that you refuse to do it. And the person who wins, of course, so you have to collect... At the beginning you get a top secret fortune card that you can't show anybody from mm-hmm. each of the categories and uh, according to one of the instructions, you get an extra treat if you win. as your winner, you get the chance to take a fantasy trip into a future and reach your special girl talk future and one of the uh, <laughs> one of them it literally is like a fortune cookie. This is one from the child category. It says you will give birth to a- identical twins five days after your 23rd birthday. So that's one. Wow. Um, one of the other other marriage ones, you will marry a man with the same initials as your favorite uncle. Oh, God. <laughs> it is very freaking specific. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you're kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> I wonder, and I, I really wish I could remember any of these fortunes that I would have had to see if any of these came true. Of course, we've got that 23 year old thing. And I'm like, you're a liar. You're a real <laughs> big liar, and then you have the dateline version, which this commercial is just as bad, and it is a stereotype of a stereotype of a stereotype. Essentially, you have uh, people. I uh, mean, we got a Brad who apparently one of his likes maybe something along the lines of doesn't like double dates but loves soccer, like all of these random <sighs> things. You also had the nerd. They were titled the nerd, mm-hmm. the hunk the jock, oh. and you had to pair them with the right people and you would put like the two pictures of the people and see if they match. Wow. It was hilarious. <laughs> I also have Secret Diary and I'm not, I'm, I can't quite remember everything from Secret Diaries. I do remember, so you get a book. Do you remember those Friends Only book? Did you ever have that growing up? It's like a no. Hello Kitty Friends Forever book and Friends Only book and it would be like questions you're supposed to write I have some. I need to find them. As stickers in there, all of these things, and questions about, you write about your own future, and then you write, you ask your friends to fill out pages. Mm-hmm. Well, it's similar to that, you have an entry in a journal, in a book, and it tells you, so one example, Peter took me on a bike ride to the pool. He was so embarrassed when his chain fell off. I put it on for him in only two minutes. But the question is, and you have to answer this, is, are you afraid of showing up a guy? <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it's kind of like all of these super, you're not supposed to be that strong, girly, how right. to get a boyfriend type of conversation. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the objective of this game. I just remember going through and writing all these confidential things that made no sense to me, obviously. Uh, then... But I just thought it was hilarious.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how you would win this one. I guess it would be you get the dude in the end. Uh. The
1: detail for this game says the game of sharing secrets and surprises.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that at all. You know, I feel like
1: nervous. (laughs) As you should. I feel like these games, and I really would like to replay some of those just for the memories. And being so fascinated. Because also, these were all rich kid games to me. So as a person who did not have these games, A, I only had a brother. Again, I played by myself often. These were not the games that I would get. And they were really expensive, if I remember. I want to say they were like 30 bucks a pop. And back then, holy crap. And I just, I was like... Oh, yeah, I want to fit in, be cool with my girls. And this is what we would do, try and figure out who likes us. And I remember going through these cards because, oh, you have to go through the calendar. That's what it is. You have to collect all of these boys from each calendar date or month. Oh. um, And get all 12, I think. And I remember we would go through these cards and pick and choose who we would date and who we wouldn't date. Uh Uh-huh. And who was our Uh type. And then make fun of the other if we didn't like their choices. Obviously. 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 But speaking of the boyfriend thing that you were talking about, just a kind of like honorable mentions of the game, Sweet Valley High, which I did find Mm -hmm. as well. It's also worth a pretty good amount of money. And it's based on the book series. I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. ever played it. But the whole objective Mm -hmm. of this game is to find their three items. So you had to get something from the locker, something that has something to do with their personality, something else. Get a chaperone and your correct boyfriend. Oh. And it's kind of like memory. plus teenage angst. Like, uh-huh. you just have all these things. And I just remember my, my mother would not let me read Sweet Valley High when I was younger because it was mm-hmm. too risque. They sure. had boyfriends and made out and skipped school. Oh. <laughs> and yes, I played this one by myself. <laughs> but there's a chaperone. <laughs> no, that's what I thought too. Because in the Babysitter's Club, which is also a game, it was like a what would you do plus a truth or dare. You had to find your boyfriend in that one too. I think. Wow, But they also had cards that you had to answer questions off. And you would roll the die. And it could be something as simple as what would you do? So pretend that you're trolling a baton while leading a marching band. So you have to do that to get this card. Uh, You have to answer specific questions about the show or book. So you have to know. And there are like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books. So you better be a diehard fan. (laughs) And then another one is this. You, the kids you're babysitting want to play marching band, but they don't have any instruments. What do you get them to use? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: This is how you play the game.
1: I guess that's <laughs> a little better than the other ones where it's just find your boyfriend and see if they'll date you.
0: Yeah, this is really interesting. I don't think I've ever played games like that. So it's been interesting hearing about this. And it, it is also, yeah, pretty not great message to send... To young girls on top of like all the movies they're watching at that age. Right. A lot of times, which it is changing. But yeah, if it's like your goal in life is to find the, the perfect match and then you've won and that's it and hope they don't reject you because they can reject you on the games. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then you'll be happily washing dishes in the background while they play board games without you. (laughs) (laughs) That is a little more competitive and thought-provoking. Not to say these aren't thought-provoking,
1: because, I mean, asking you questions about, you know, while you're babysitting, truck drivers deliver 12 live chickens to the front door. He won't take them back. What do you do? That's thought-provoking. Well,
0: now I'm going to be thinking about that all day. (laughs) What would I do? wild chickens showed up at my house while I was babysitting. 12 of them. 12, yeah. And I would be, I would have questions. Why are they here? That's a great question. (laughs) Yeah, I I hope we can hunt some of these down and maybe play them. I did want to shout out, I know we didn't talk about it, but I've talked to my mom before about the dating game. She played that as a child. And I remember her telling me about it. I think I was in high school or, or maybe college. And I was looking at her like, what?
1: <laughs> what uh, I want to say my sister may have had a version of that because it seems mm-hmm. so familiar that I feel like I may have actually played that with my sister, not knowing yeah. what, what was happening.
0: It was pretty popular. Yeah, so it highly likely, or at least somewhat likely. We'll, <laughs> somewhat we'll likely. <laughs> yeah. Well, listeners, if we miss any games, this has really been a blast. Yes. So much memory lane. Yes, yes. We would love to talk about them. Please send us any pictures of some games from your past. <laughs> you can email those to us at stuffmediamomstuff stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff mom Never Told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Zumo Play.